What is good? It's Ali Mohammed Tarfa, the Fizi Kage on the Fizi Speaks, back again with another episode. And on this episode, for the first time ever, I'm Simeon Sodo on the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. It's my pleasure. I feel honored. Yeah, his voice is almost as buff as he is. He, uh, Simeon is a lawyer. Yeah. I have a stand book club called Believers Book Club. Fantastic. So, yeah, it's just something I do on WhatsApp. It's a chat discussion. So, we just read books and mm. discuss once every week. So, yeah. Uh, that's pretty cool. That pretty cool. So, fun fact, yes, uh, Mr. Simeon actually hooked me up with invites to the concert I was in with uh, Limo Blaze. That was really awesome. Like, best, one of my best experiences of 2023. So, I have to, I owe you that. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you so much. I yeah, really appreciate it. It was really, was, it was really that fire. That concert was just something else. It was dope. Something. Getting into this week's episode, we'll be discussing To Be a Man on the Adulting Series. Uh, surviving in a world that is evolving to destroy you yeah. in a sense yeah. especially as men you know the social media there's the tv there's you have some experience we're talking about something that happened the other evening you are closing up for the year this, yeah. is, a, this is a bit personal yeah mm. closing up for the year uh things are coming to a stop you you happen to work in one of these wonderful places where they have to the way they give you guys rice and stuff yeah which is not very important by the way if you're yeah. working somewhere they don't give you rice and stuff i don't don't walk there. These, these are just, <laughs> these are some of the things you think about. Yeah. You know, because it's important. Yeah. So, what happened that evening? So, it was just, it was a crazy day. Mm. Uh, different things, everything just seemed to be going off on that particular day. Mm. Right? So, I'm a lawyer, so I went to the magistrate court to file a couple of documents. I didn't spend up to 20 minutes mm. in the magistrate court. I just packed, you can imagine the irony that... I parked outside a magistrate court. Yeah. Um, by the time I came out, I noticed that my back door was open, right? <laughs> so, but uh, I didn't think, I don't know why, I didn't think too much of it. I, when I looked inside my car, everything seemed in place. So I just assumed maybe I didn't remember to lock the back door because I was in a hurry. And I just drove off. I went to the office. Not until in the evening when I opened my trunk and I realized all my end-of-year package had been stolen. So they gave hmm. us in my office shared um um twenty five kg bag yeah, of rice, all the goodies basically yeah tin tomatoes, conflicts, a couple of with conflicts? Know, yeah. Like uh, milk, milo please a moment of silence <laughs> for what has happened to Mr Simeon. Um well, this well, never happened funny, to you. Actually, they didn't, they didn't they didn't succeed in taking everything. They okay. left uh, granite oil. <laughs> <laughs> left uh, Milo milk. You know, they took the bag of rice. Took okay. the tin tomatoes. Okay. Anyway, they, they left you something. Yeah. So that's you know, not, not all they thieves. Did, they didn't have enough time to. Okay, they didn't, they didn't yeah. have enough time. I was going to say not all thieves are the worst. <laughs> so apparently, they are still bad guys. So, you know what I believe? Yeah. I actually believe they are trying to steal my car. So, yeah, but, but uh, one thing with like, me is I don't I don't go anywhere without a steering lock. Fantastic. I have a steering lock. Uh, a steering Sorry. lock will not stop your car from being stolen, but it will stress whoever is trying to steal your car. So there's a higher chance of catching uh, anybody trying to steal your car if you use a steering lock because mm. it, it will delay them. Yeah. So I, I think they're trying to steal my car, but then they ended up um, since they saw a steering lock, decided to open my trunk and pick whatever was. Inside, you know and then funny after that on my way home that night i had an accident mm. you know i knocked down somebody he had a fracture in his leg 
Yeah. You know, a home up, dada, you know, God, God just helped me that night. So, but you know? wait, sorry, just sorry to stop you there. Yeah. When you told me this, mm. there was something that you said that made me say, you know what, this guy, is, I have to talk, this is the guy I have to put on this episode. Mm. So, you were in this uh, situation with this guy. Mm. It was late in the night. Yeah. You could have just driven off. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm surprised. It's if, not... if you wanted to run away. Well, it's not even about how the, fast the car the, is. Yeah. The the road was lonely. It was dark. Exactly. So my you, car, my car is a black tinted car. So you so, had everything to yeah, escape. Yeah, so, I could have disappeared so, into so, the night. So what was it that? Because this is what I just want to ask you. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people will say, ah, you know, be sharp guy, Nigerian guy. Suppose don't move now. Ah, kilo share. What's wrong with you? <laughs> but you, you made the decision to not do that. Why? Yeah. Well, you know, honestly, I had a voice, clear voice that said, you can run. <laughs> okay, run. The, okay, the voice said run. The voice just said go. run. You know, so, but the fear of God in me just didn't let me. Hmm. My conscience, like, I just I, I asked myself, how can I do this to somebody and run off? Because mm. I was at fault. Mm. It's not like the person was at fault. I was yeah. at fault. You know, I did my best to dodge the guy, but my side mirror still took him down. Mm. you know so and i was kind of moving fast so the way he fell if i had even driven off i probably would have driven off with the thought that i've killed somebody because i don't exactly. know that he survived exactly or if which he died is, which or is now something worse i can't i, I, I can't live with that you don't even the, the crazy thing about this is from when you were telling me that story is mm. that you don't even know the ripple effect of what yeah. you've done he might not die on the spot yeah but he might go on to be robbed yeah by other people because he's now in a vulnerable state. Oh, I know? could have been robbed. You could have been robbed. Because it was yeah. dark. It was a lonely exactly. road. And you have yeah. all these, you know, all so these many, street miscrimes. Yeah, you know? and stuff like that. So, I just, you know, in those few seconds, despite the fact that I had, I know it was a devil that was telling me to run. You know, but I, the fear of God in me just didn't let me. So, I just said, you know what? I'm going to just stick with this. And mm. whatever it is, I just trust God to see me through it. You know, I came down. When I went back, I saw him on the floor. You know, before one minute, a whole crowd had gathered, you know. But as God will have it, not one person confronted me, mm. you know. And um, we just picked the guy up, put him in my back seat. We took him to Wuse District Hospital, mm. you know. And then they just cleaned him up, bandaged the leg, you know, held it in place huh. and all that. I, I, didn't get, I didn't get home that night around 12 midnight. So but this is another crazy thing. So this same day, this is this is crazy again. Yeah. This is the same day, the same twenty-four hours. Yeah. You got your wonderful package of goodness from your office, <laughs> and then some some wonderful you know people. Let's not call them names. Probably needed it more than I did. Pro- yeah, that's that's the way I think about this thing sometimes. <laughs> like this person needed this thing, you know. Like bro, whatever you need, I hope you get it. Why, why, why is it that it's my own? Why is it, exactly? Why is it my own? I understand that one too. <laughs> so. <laughs> I understand that one too, but yeah. now this is the thing. Mm. You got robbed the same night mm. you're heading. No, because there's no how you get robbed, even if they steal a pen from you. Mm. There's way you feel naked. I don't yeah. know if you get the feeling. Yeah. You just feel like ah somebody like somebody just exp- like someone just exposed me. I feel exposed kind yeah. of. And then you are driving home. There's no how you are even normal. You are even doing your best. Yeah. And then somehow you hit somebody. Now you're thinking, oh God. This is just terrible. Like, why me? You know, In fact, I remember when, 
I, when when I hit the guy, the first time I said this, why are bad things happening to me today? Like, <laughs> what's going on? You know. Oh, no, let, let me say something weird or funny. Mm. Do you know that I didn't? I don't know why it didn't hit me. I don't know if I was still in shock or something. But when I was robbed, it didn't really shake me like that. Mm. I was even laughing about because I didn't discover. I discovered in the evening. I was robbed in the afternoon. I didn't even know. Till in the mm, evening when I was about to mm, close for work, yeah. I was when I opened my truck, I realized that, that that door I saw open, I was actually robbed, you know. And I just laughed and I said, ah, Merry Christmas, whoever took it to, he probably mm. needed it more than I did, mm. you know. And my colleagues were looking like, ah, sorry, I said, no, it's fine, don't worry, no problem. You know, I said, well, yeah. at least it's just rice, it's not worse than that. And you I respect know, that. I was man. already trying to move on from that and then another one happened. I said, God, what is it? Like, why, is this, why are these things happening? I feel like yeah. that that was one of the most stoic things you could have done at that moment. Because yeah. a lot of people will go into panic mode, start swearing for somebody, start yeah. maybe saying that their own lives are cursed because yeah. something is happening to them. Um, you know, because I've, I've seen people that, you know, something happens and they start to think, oh, is this bad woman? I shouldn't have walked past that room 13 on Friday, blah, let blah, me, blah. Let blah. me tell you something. <laughs> I'm a firm believer in mm. God. Yeah. And if let me, if you do something bad to me, I think what my first inclination is to pray for you for mercy. Mm. Because if you touch me, you don't touch God. And <laughs> anything mm. can happen to you. So I don't need to curse you. You're already yeah. cursed. What I need to do is to plead mercy on your behalf. Exactly. Because if you touch me, you have touched God. That's just what I believe. Exactly. You know? So that's why I don't... My first inclination is not to curse or yeah. to... Because I feel like you're already cursed. So, mm. it's for me to it's, go it's pray kind of, for you. Like, just like the, the Bible says about, uh, I think, Abraham, right? Mm. When it talks about uh, he who blesses you is blessed, who curses yeah. you is cursed, yeah. kind of. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I, 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 just, I like, because it's just like I was thinking about this, yeah? And mm. it's like how uh, we can't control how things, how the universe responds to us, how things happen to us. Yeah. What we can control is how we react. Exactly. That's That's different between... A, a believer and a non-believer yeah. or someone who has God and someone yeah. who doesn't have God is how you react. Yeah. yeah. So and how you react is very important. How it's very important. Yeah. So, um, because, ah, man, let, let me know even, <laughs> my God, <laughs> Jesus. Ugh. All right. So, and, and to cap it up, you know, I ended up spending over 100K. Sweet music. On all that. Over 100K. The same day. Same day. You Michael know, because Jackson. paying bills, you know, uh, by the time we got to the hospital, I was just <laughs> receiving debit, debit alerts, you know, because they would tell you pay for this. I had to buy the guy crutches. Ah. We had to do x-ray that night. I had to go somewhere and we said to do, they said their x-ray machine was not working. Why is, why is it Why is it never working when you need brother. to work? That's my, I they, don't know. they had that to refer us issue. to another hospital. Doctors listening, please answer this question. Why? Well, I, mean, I don't know. It's not really your fault. Yeah. yeah. It's the, the system is just what it is. Yeah. So it's crazy. So money money that I wouldn't really say I had mm. because uh, those were monies that were meant for oh, other that things, things yeah. you know. So, but it is well. I'm still here. Um, I survived. So. so so this thing, there's this saying that, first of all, I'm so sorry for what happened that yeah. night, man. That was crazy. Yeah, thank but you. Thank, thank God that God made a way for everything to go. Yeah. Still, I mean, it could go worse than it, it went. So, yeah. For what went well, we thank God. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. And there's this other saying that comes up a lot. When they say to be a man, mm. this it just it's like a phrase, mm. you know. I've seen a number of 
men, especially married men, older men, they just they just maybe they are working on a work day or whatever, and they just they just stop and say to be a man. Mm. And I always wonder what are these old men saying? Why they say why are they? And then they'll be like, you don't understand. From your own perspective now, at least I mean your story, even though it's just one day, this yeah. one day story, you lost hundred k, you stole your rice. <laughs> that one, yeah. just, why you could take the rice and then. Still have hundred k and buy rice, yeah. right? You could do something else with the hundred k. Yeah. But now you spent the money, you've lost this. Your your state of mind is sh- shaking for at least another couple of days. Yeah. Right. Even though you've paid off the stuff, I mean, yeah, man. <sighs> Anyways, so this is my question to you, mm-hmm. right? You you handled your reaction very well. I must say, it's not easy to have that kind of composure. Yeah. So, uh, how do you see our reaction affecting? Future, how do you see that difference affecting you going forward or affecting someone else? It's one thing I've learned over the years. Mm. I have learned not to. I'm somebody that could be afraid of something happening, yeah. But once the thing has happened, I'm like, okay, what's the solution? Damage control, that's me, which is basically, I think, what it means to be a man, you know, because (laughs) uh, you you can't with it. Your panic is only going to make things worse. Mm -hmm. Any decision you make out of panic. Is usually is going to be rubbish, and it will most likely not resolve the situation. So mm. I, I have I've actually survived death in a similar situation. Some years back, I, I was in the middle of a religious crisis in Joss. You know, yeah, king of Joss. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's what's been crazy. Going on now? It is well. It's God, just it's man. wild. It's wild. It's crazy. You Jesus, know, the attacks. You know, the rural oh, communities. Man, I don't, I don't even know, man. Like, if I start on that one, let's let's just go. On, that go one on. is talk for another day. On that day, you know. So, but may you God, know, may God help those and just now and rest the souls of those that are departed. Amen. Jesus. Amen. Yeah. So you know, uh, that particular day, I was only able to escape that place that day because I was able to keep my calm because everything started right in front of me. You know, they started attacking people, started setting places on fire. I was in the market. You know, I hmm. went to buy spare parts for a generator. You know, and wow. uh, you know, it just started right in front of me. So I just remember that I just come initially. I came out of a shop and I saw like three people run past me, and I started running along with them. Mm. Then I stopped and I looked back, and nobody was coming. You know, so mm. I had to now tiptoe and I went back towards the junction. And I noticed that the thing was happening at uh, the yeah. junction. Yeah. You know? So I just calmed down and I planned how I was going to escape that place and. Luckily, I was able to escape that. I came out with reverse. That was mm. it. There was no time to turn. You know, I just I entered my car. No, I understand. I understand. When I saw a little opening, I just came out with the reverse. And that, so if I was not able to, you know, if I had just followed those guys running, I don't know where they are running to. Mm. I don't know who is chasing them. And you don't even know what you became panic. of them. I don't know. If I don't know what became of them. You know, so it's the way you handle situations when things go bad is very important. Mm. Is what will determine whether you are able to survive it or not. I know you do. So yeah. yeah, and it takes a lot of courage actually. So so that means in a sense now under this saying of to be a man, mm-hmm. there is a sense of courage. Yeah. Not because you are not afraid, but in spite of the fact that you are afraid. Yeah. And then also there is a point of composure. Composure. You, the shit is going to happen regardless. Yeah. So you know, she starts to define what you do. Reduce the setting of the fan. Mm. Fan is on five. Bring it to one. Yeah. Just don't have enough. <laughs> don't have shit flying yeah. at the higher speed. Okay. 
Yeah. I think that's something that people can can take. Yeah. So add to that responsibility. 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 As a man, a, a, you have a, to own. Man, you have to own what is. Yeah, yeah. A man ought to have a mindset of responsibility. So whenever things are going, whenever things happen, your first inclination is how do I resolve this? Exactly. How do I resolve? It's a sense of responsibility. Rather than always trying to run away from things mm. happening, you confront things that are happening. So. Or trying to shift the responsibility yeah. to other people. No, it's yours. Yeah. You're a man. Deal with it. Yeah. And sometimes the, the work is preemptively anticipating an issue that it might not have come yet. Yeah. Just like you said, sometimes when, you, when you're afraid of something happening. Yeah. So what do you do while you're afraid? You prepare. Well, you prepare. You just exactly. try and um, avert as much as possible. You know, anything mm. that you anticipate can can happen. Just have a plan. As a man, you can't you cannot have a plan. <laughs> you, you can't not have a plan. You can't. <laughs> you just can't. You must always mm. have a plan for everything. Because funny, I think the whole world depends on us to always have a plan. That does okay. everybody the people I, will not I, have I plans, they, but they expect you to have they, a plan. They expect you to have a plan. Yeah. It's just like even if you say, uh, especially this day and age where this where we're trying to say you know, you're a man, you know, uh, you know, you know, the, the reality of it is that political correctness aside, mm. when shit hits the fan, mm. when the chips are down, when things are redlined already, as a man, it's going to be on you to come up mm. with a solution. I think that's why I feel like God has given us this natural inborn responsibility to fix things, to come up with solutions, yeah. to come up with... And, and again, I feel like this also leads us to a point where many of us forget that there is a God that gave us this mantle, yeah. this mandate. Yeah. You know, I'm using man a lot. Mandate, mantle. Okay. So, but the, 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 the point here I'm trying to get to is that we take on the responsibility of this uh of this mandate mm. so much that we forget that there's something above us there's actually a place for god in it there's a place for god in it yeah because and, if you take you know, it all to yourself yeah you you, you get depressed you die yeah. you, you just burn out because yeah. you can't handle it yeah and you know uh to even add to that I, I i could tell you from personal experience that one of the main reasons why i'm able to um have calmness in adversity mm. is because I'm a man of faith. So whenever things like that are going wrong, I always believe that God is going to like help me. Like mm. God is going to help me resolve this. Even when I had that accident, when I wanted to run, you know, mm. I just told myself, I'm just going to confront this head on and trust God. So that's always a key word, trust God. You just mm. believe that somehow you will orchestrate things to work out in, in your for favor your, for your good, or yeah. for your good. You know, no matter how bad it looks, you know. And then I trusted God and then everything still... That's why the fact that I lost money or whatever. But trust me, it could have gone worse. It could have been way worse. You know, I could have been mm. mobbed. I could have mm. been robbed, you know. But nobody was even angry with me. They were even thanking me for stopping, mm. you know, because they knew if I had driven off, bro, nobody would... Nobody you would have been able to identify my car because my car is black and it was dark. Hmm. <laughs> you get so God is, God is this a sign for me to get a black car? God. <laughs> Are you planning to run? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay, yeah. This is this by just by the way, we don't advocate running in this podcast, yeah. okay? No running, okay? 
Except you are running to God. <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah. So I can run exactly. to God, no problem. Yeah. They're sixteen right now. Yeah. So that's that's what I want to do. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I think that's that's a good one. Yeah. Another thing now, this question this under this to be a man. Mm. Men we say okay, you're the, you're the head of the home, just like Christ the head of the church, mm. you know, so many other wonderful um examples of yeah. this. But as a man being the head of a home I think first and foremost, there is a responsibility on you to lead that home, to choose the, in fact, to choose who is going to be in the team that you are leading. Yeah. Just like you are going to battle now. Yeah. You have a Delta Six, blah blah blah. Mm. You, you know, you have to f- get the squad. You need a bomb expert. You need yeah. this, this sniper, blah blah blah, reconnaissance, blah blah blah. Yeah. You know, so you have to pick out the right things. So now this is a story. I'm going to give you a story now. Mm. Yeah, a bit a bit anonymous. Mm. This guy meets this lady mm. right and uh so the lady is kind of shifty about where she's from who she is mm. right initially she's she has a sub story you know the normal normal everybody everybody has a sub story these yeah. days has a sub story she doesn't know her parents and that blah 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 you know maybe parents are they are both late so maybe one of them is late or something mm. like these kind of stories are popular yeah you know, we hear this stuff where the, the parents are separated yeah. story like that yeah and then because the guy is like, okay, you know what? I see you. You're a nice person. You're being good to me. I want to take you seriously. I want to build something with you. Mm. But this one came to me. And I'm like, okay. And then the question is, um, I, I feel like, personally, I feel like there is there are some questions that need to be asked. There are some things that need to be considered before the guy takes the next step. Yeah. So let me, just po- let me just pose this question to you. Yeah. What is something that you say to look out for if... A guy wants to make this kind of decision. Like, you want to choose, you want to make a decision on somebody. But you don't know too much about their background. Because, especially in Africa here, mm. you, you're not just taking somebody personally. You're, you're taking their family as well. Yeah. And your family is going to meet their family. And everybody's family is going to be... Mm. How, what kind of questions, what kind of consideration, how do you go to God with what you know and what you don't know? What yeah. do you do? Well, first, first, first most importantly... Mm. Uh, you need God in this in this kind of situation. Sure. You need some kind of Google map. You need directions. <laughs> and yeah. it's only the Holy Spirit that can be that Google map. Soft. Because if if you if you don't have the lead, if you are not led, you are living by chance. Hmm. So which means anything can happen. It's a fifty fifty. It's either it will work you can, can enter one chance. <laughs> so. Do you understand? So you must be led because um most times people no matter what people try to hide from you if you are led if you have the intuition of the holy spirit it will be revealed to you somehow mm. no matter how they try to hide it it will be revealed you know so one you need to be led about uh, things like that secondly you must look out for honesty mm. whoever you are going into that kind of um, commitment with must show you some level of openness some level of honesty, mm. you know, because you need to know what you are getting into. I think uh, people need to allow uh, the man to decide whether he wants to pick that battle or not. Everybody mm. you are going to choose has a battle. There's a battle. You understand? So pick, you pick must pick it, but be the one to pick the battle. Mm. Choose rather, your fight Rather than wisely. just go in and then discover the battle and then discover exactly. that you are not equipped enough for the battle. Mm. Do you understand? So it's just it's very important to um, for that person to have some level of um, disclosure. 
yeah. you know this is you, this is what i got this yeah. is my this is my my fight can you fight it with me basically exactly. and, and i think also again because there's this thing where a lot of men complain about not having enough help yeah you you go even when you are apart from the married men apart from the relationship stuff now mm. on a day-to-day basis you are going through your shit you're going through it alone yeah. there's this saying that goes on social media and stuff where they say girls have money even when the woman says she's broke, there's at least 100k in her account, yeah. in her piggy verse or something, right? But you as a guy, when you say you're broke, <laughs> we look at you and say, guy, I'm <laughs> broke, this guy, this guy is gone. <laughs> you better save this guy, yeah. otherwise you might not be here tomorrow. Yeah. So, how how do you, like now, the question now is, defining how to get help, or how men can help each other, help themselves. Because many of the issues going on, People are trying to put on a tough face. As a man, you can't have, you can't even afford to look weak for five minutes. Yeah. Sometimes, and it's scary because it's bad enough that on the in the outside world you can't afford to be vulnerable. Yeah. But it's but it's even sadder when even at home, even with your partner, your spouse, you can't yeah. afford to have a moment of vulnerability where you can be like, look, yeah. I need help. Oh, can you pray with me? Oh, yeah. can you can you? I need to talk to somebody. I need to yeah. do something. A lot of guys are just going through the motions, going yeah. through the heartache, the challenges. Yeah. For example, now, someone will not even know that someone, something like that happened to you because, yeah. I mean, that your ginger jacket is dope. <laughs> I mean, so, if you, if you think we about it... We don't look it, like the battles we fight. We don't look like the battles we fight. Yeah. So, how do you, how do you now, like, <laughs> to another guy or to even to yourself, to someone, to guys, to men, to people who are struggling out there that have to put on, put on a strong face every single day, yeah. how do you still know find a find a way to voice out find a way to you know to to speak basically to express yeah. to to seek help when things are not okay yeah so um first of i would say um as men men need to start building relationships or communities where they can be vulnerable hmm. with one another there's one that I know that I've been a part of called Men Only, hmm. right? It's, um, it's run by Pastor Ocholi Okutepa. Get away for men, you know, they sometimes they spend a weekend, but this particular mm. one is going to be for a whole day. I think from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. They're just going to spend the whole day together. They'll fellowship, they'll talk about um, issues that are, that men go through. You know, the point I'm trying to make is that we need to have more communities like that where because yeah, men don't really forums, forums. Yeah. yeah, because men don't really men don't can't afford to be just vulnerable because so people, just people, anybody. Yeah, because there are people, people that are really Yeah, and there are people that are the thing is in a, this thing where they say it's a man's world is a man's world. A man's world is a dog eat dog world. Yeah. So if you if you if you come up if you come out looking weak, there are people looking to, to feed on you. Yeah. You yeah. know, they are looking to you know, yeah. there are people that they don't even have. I mean, it's crazy. You know, there's yeah. there's a guy who I, the story got uh, to me mm. that was uh, sexually abused mm. yeah, by another man mm. who he maybe confided in that this is what happened to me. That one who became mm, another predator. He took advantage of you. Yeah, I know. The, the thing is, there are so many people who are damaged, who are victims of devices and you know demonic entities and whatever. Yeah. And the idea is you don't know who to... But I think it's really important that we have these kind of men who are thinking right, who yeah. have the right culture, the right mentality, yeah. coming together, creating safe spaces for their brothers, their friends, yeah. you know, 
let's talk about stuff. Let's, yeah. let's, you know. And if you're that person who someone is trusting with, you know, stuff, do your best to be a man of integrity, a man of honor. Very important. To say this as a general advice to the general public, just start being benevolent towards guys. I mean, start being benevolent. Like, you see, guys go through a lot of things. Look, a guy would never, most guys would never open up and tell you what they are going through. But mm. I think people should just start being, don't wait for a guy to ask you for something. If you see, if you have a man in your life, buy them gifts. Just come on. Send them, like, you know, I feel like <sighs> uh, men only exist, <laughs> men only exist to, for people to take things from them. But yeah. we should also receive things too, you know. Buy yeah. men gifts, send them random, you know, any guy you know, you can just randomly send your account. It's not only you that they should be sending money you, you, to every you know, time. You know the funny thing is, just, just to, yeah, just to, <laughs> just to add to what you said, yeah. I, there's this, there's this meme that is a very simple meme. It, mm. it goes, okay. Uh, they show a girl when a guy gives uh, gives her a compliment, mm. she forgets the compliment, mm. and then they show a guy ten years later after a girl gave me a compliment <laughs> ten years ago. You remember the girl, the time, what she was wearing, how it smelled, yeah, everything. Yeah. Because it's so rare. Yeah, it's so rare and special. That, yeah. So, and the funny thing is, when I think about it, is there are girls that have given me compliments. In mm. I mean, not like I mean, it happens. Mm. You get compliments and I look good, look nice. That one is like normal office banter. But like, yeah. someone gives you a compliment, like. You like oh you, nice shoes, and it stays with you all your life. Yeah, you remember that one person that told you you have a nice smile. Yeah, and since that day, that's been your confidence boost. You wake up in the morning, brush your hair, and you look in the mirror and be like, nice smile. Let me tell you something funny. Funny, if, mm. I'm not used to people doing things for me. Mm-hmm. So whenever somebody does something to me, like it's always like a, even if it's very some something little, it's always a big deal to me. Like ah, because I'm not used to people doing things exactly, for me yeah. as a guy. So whenever somebody does something for me, like it just won't blow. Ah. It's, it blows my mind. Wow. Like, oh, so somebody can actually wow, do something me? for me, you know? Wow. Like, it may be something very silly or something, oh, very, yeah. you know? Oh, so yeah. Generally, that's to tell you look, how much, way. how neglected men are. Sad. You know, so it's yeah, sad. people should just be more benevolent because you never yeah. know that little act of kindness or benevolence that you extend to the guy may just be the one little yeah. act of love that will stop that guy from committing suicide, bro. And you know, okay, there are a lot of guys yeah. that have suicide on their yeah. mind, though. Yeah, the suicide, it, it just it's not even <laughs> they don't even have it on their mind, their <laughs> mind is on suicide. <laughs> now, suicide did his mind, not even myself because. Guy, uh, you know, it's crazy because people don't even realize it. Sometimes, I know that, yeah, people, the money say, ah, bro, Safa, now we don't know because of mm. Happy Weekend and all those things. Mm. But some of these guys, too, at the same time, you see, I don't know, you see, you see a security man just sitting down, just staring into nothing. Yeah. They say, bro, Safa, now, you did all right. Yeah. yeah. Looking sharp, just like that. Yeah. Simple, just that comment, that comment, yeah. that, you know, that you walk, into that, you walk into that person's office, greet them. You know some people like you know when they see somebody when they hear sir, this mm. thing just makes them feel ah, yeah. I don't do something right. At least mm. person they see me like I'm a human being. Yeah. Like it's something. Yeah. You know, because as a guy, a lot of people you don't get the privilege of being a Korean pop star where somebody's gonna look at you and say, Oh, lo me who and that starts smiling at you. Yeah. You know? If you are an average guy, I mean not well, even if you are less than an average guy, if you are shy a guy, <laughs> you understand what it is for. Yeah for you to be seen yeah i think that's something that we really people really want yeah to be seen to be heard to be respected to yeah. be treated with respect yeah i think that's the bare minimum we can do for anybody yeah yeah, yeah. so uh mr simeon thank you so much for being on the podcast thank I, you i know it's been you have a really tight schedule yeah uh, but i really appreciate you being on the podcast god bless you thank you you've been I'm a honest. blessing thank yeah. you so uh with this i think it's a wrap 
Everybody take care. Listen to what we said. Be kind. Be compassionate. Be considerate. Be cool. Subscribe for more. Peace.